This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Welcome to the 100% LCFC podcast. I'm Lee Chapman. Give me a follow at Lee underscore Chappie on Twitter and 100% LCFC a follow at 100LCFC on Twitter and Facebook. Welcome to this week's edition of the 100% LCFC podcast, hosted up on iTunes, SoundCloud, and also through my own personal YouTube, as well as Facebook. Make sure you follow us at 100LCFC on Twitter and on Facebook, and give me a follow at Lee underscore Chappie. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors at ADT Taxes. Download the app today. And finally, visit Loserpool, loserpool.com. Place a bet on a losing team in the Premier League. If they lose, you advance into the next stage. The last man standing is declared the winner. Win £1,000 guaranteed. Visit loserpool.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing via SoundCloud, iTunes and as a video on my personal YouTube. Today's show, I have a guest from 100% LCFC, Mr Anthony Howard himself. He will be talking and discussing the game last night against Fulham and also just having a little bit of a chit-chat about what he does and what he gets up to. We'll also be discussing about the Spurs game coming up on the Saturday, which is a late kickoff. And yeah, let's let's get him in. Right, after last night's game against Fulham, um, Leicester took on Claudio Ranieri. How weird was that? 
Um, Claudio Ranieri side last night, and in uh, boring fashion, it was a simple 1 1 uh, draw. And a lot of fans on Twitter have talked to Pule's tactics being wrong again, but. I don't know. I didn't get to watch the game, but I have got a, a guest on the show today. His name's Anthony, and he's part of the 100% LCFC crew as well. So you can give him a follow. I'll get his at in a minute. Anthony, how are you? Uh, all right. A bit disappointed, as I was saying just before we came on, but I felt like it was two points dropped more than a point gained. Yeah, uh, Leicester sit ninth in the table, right? Ninth from the table, but we are only one point off sixth. Yeah, it's looking it's looking good. It is looking good, but I think it's also we have we've only played what two or three of the top clubs. We've got in the next four games. I think we've got Chelsea, Spurs, and Man City. So yeah, I think it could yeah. change for us. Definitely, um, Tottenham Hotspur looking good in third. Uh, Chelsea in fourth. But Man City and Liverpool seem to be slightly running away with it in terms of their wins back-to-back. Leicester, however, are seven games unbeaten. Yeah, that's a good start. I like like that we're not losing, but it's also a lot of them we're not winning when we could be winning. So I think it's a stat that you don't want to look into too much because even if we'd lost a couple and won a few more, we would probably end up with more points than what we're on at the moment. Yeah, it's very true, but I, I don't like being negative uh, when, in terms of uh, stats like this because w- you wouldn't believe this, but it's actually the best run of results we've had for 32 months. 32 months? I'm presuming <laughs> that goes back to the league, t- league title, doesn't it? Basically, on, on ba- basically yeah. yes. You know, Like you said, we're one point off sixth. Uh, getting results despite injuries as well. Don't forget, we've got a fair few players that the full players that we use, like Maguire, Vardy, that are, are carrying injuries, and we're still getting through these games with some sort of result, even if it's a point. Yeah, thing with Maguire being injured, I don't know. I, I know he's back in training and stuff, but at the back with Maguire being injured, Johnny Evans being injured, it really does restrict us with options. So it was almost. Puel was forced to play Siung Kyu and Wes, which he, he seemed to be reluctant to play Siung Kyu. So there might be something sort of more into that, if, if you just sort of know what I mean. Yeah, um, going on to uh, Siung Kyu, uh, he looks good. I thought he looked good, but he I don't want to sort of slate him or blame him for anything, but he could have done a lot more for the first goal. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, in terms of the uh, the first the first half, I think we probably played the better stuff from what I've gathered, and the second half was a, a bit more of an abysmal performance. Um, I, I heard that Madison was giving Anacho some stick actually for for make, for not making runs, and his runs weren't bendy enough, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. No, it's obviously from watching it on the TV. It's hard to know sort of what was said, but. He was like pointing at him quite aggressively, and you could see he was getting frustrated. Yeah. Now the the fans seem to some fans seem to be negative, some seem to be positive. It still seems to be like a fifty fifty split on the pure in, pure out. I'm not going to get onto that debate, but what I am going to bring bring up is a few more stats. The fact is we've come through an a you know a, a really bad situation, a tragedy in itself with our chairman, and you know. <sighs> You've got to put that into into context as well with the results. Yeah, I think people are using a lot of 
the results that we've had recently against Puel. When you sort of break them down into a bit more detail, they're not bad results. Like people saying, oh, you only won 1-0 at Cardiff. Okay, winning away in the Premier League, and bear in mind the circumstances, very good. A 0-0 draw against Burnley. First home game since, obviously, the Vichy tragedy. Then when we, uh, away at Brighton, a 0-0, sorry, a 1-1. But we had 10 men for, what, 80 yeah. minutes of the game, was it? Yeah, exactly. It's like people want to just use stuff for their agenda. They don't actually sort of look into into each sort of game as a as a one-off game because obviously every game is different. And it... Well, you, you mentioned about every game being different and I think that's also based on rotating players to get rest because it's December and it's a heavy fixture, a uh, heavy fixtured month. It, it always is, this December is. And uh, rotating players is one way of getting through December um, without, you know, picking up more injuries. Obviously, that affects performance because some players haven't played for a long time with each other. Like, for instance, Danny Simpson, who came, who was playing yesterday. I mean, we've not seen him start in the Premier League, really, for quite some time. Uh, this also affects performance. Uh, what's your take on, you know, the balance of rotating players, but also trying to get, you know, wins... What's your take on that? This is where I agree, disagree with quite a few Leicester fans. I don't think we have the squad depth to rotate as much as Claude Puel would like. Yeah. Because we're bringing on players like Diabate started last night. You can't just throw a player in who hasn't played any Premier League minutes and expect him to start. Like I just think if Claude Puel's not happy with the squad depth, which is what the message you get from him not giving him any minutes... You can't expect them to drop them in the deep end and then them to perform. That's actually uh, spot on. That's how I feel. I, I don't feel that we have the biggest squad in terms of rotation and uh, even European football, to be quite honest. I do think we need to look at the January transfer window and obviously in the summer when the league's over because I can't see us going down, but I, I can't see what's happening up top where we are at the minute. I, I really can't guess if we're going to push for that sixth spot or not, because let's not knock Arsenal, Everton, you know, even Bournemouth, Eddie Howe's Bournemouth are unbelievable, in fact, uh, where they're sitting right now in seventh is is a remarkable feat for them. Um, can they pull a Leicester? <laughs> I think that's what's frustrating a lot of Leicester fans, seeing teams like Bournemouth, who've spent a lot less than us, who are, who are playing better football than us, and higher up the table, as well as what Burnley did last year, even though they didn't play great football, but they've spent a lot less than us, and then they went. They got the Europa League spot, so I think that is like a lot of what fans' frustrations about. Yeah, I, I agree. Apart from the fact that in 2017 we went through potentially three managers. Yeah, but... <laughs> people seem to forget the the small things um, in terms of what changes teams and a manager shift always going to impact impact a side because one manager goes out. Leaves the the club in a in a mess. Another one comes in, and has to pick the pieces up, but then build a team in time to keep his job. And if he does not build his team in time, he's gone as well. Uh, it's it, unfortunately that's the way the Premier League is these days. But I think Pule's at a point where he has built his squad, where he potentially will keep his job for the near future. Um, yeah, I think in terms of Puel, he'll be safe as long as we're not in a relegation battle. 
Yeah, I agree. I, I do think I agree with some of the Southampton fans with when he was at Southampton. He's he's definitely not a, a manager that will take you down, but I don't think he's a manager that's going to take you into the promised land, so to speak. I think he's just a safe manager that will establish you as a Premier League side, which is great. I think that's what we need, but aren't we already a Premier League side now, established, really? Yeah. Well, I was talking to Dan Hargreaves, I don't know if you know him, yes. he's from the same view, and he was saying that Puel, he's, the reason that he's so dis, was so disliked at Southampton during his last season was the fact of they were getting results, but it was the football that they were playing that was just absolutely boring. And just I think for them as well, seeing they'd had Ronald Koeman in before who plays front foot front foot football yes. this change is just massive in between their two styles which I, I sort of understand what he's saying and I can see what he means watching it at Leicester at times like against Watford that was the best I've seen us play all season and Agre- watch, agreed agreed then to watch last night it's just like I just don't understand how di- we can be so different game, game per game no, I think the, the, there's an answer there for you uh, which is Jamie Vardy um the team's been built around Jamie Vardy for quite some time now, I think. Uh, even from probably the Great Escape, sort of, you know, from uh, the end of that point all the way to now, I think the team has been built around his strengths and playing Vardy's game. And without Vardy on that side, I just it just crumbles, you know. It's like you just take the, the big, big cog out of the clock and the clock falls to bits. Yeah, I think in January, well, maybe not in January, but we do need, in the summer, we do need to get another striker who's, I don't want to say the same as Vardy, because Vardy is very much a one-off, but someone who's going to make the runs and who's going to put a shift in, which Ian Acho just isn't doing. Okay, well, so, I do have some news for you, mate. Um, apparently, the lowdown on the striker reportedly taken on trial at LCFC. Apparently, there's a striker that's been taken on trial, mate. Uh, his name's Ali Regba. <laughs> I've never heard of him, but apparently there's a young striker that has been linked with a move to the King Power Stadium, and that was posted by the LCFC Live, Leicester Mercury, only nine minutes mm-hmm. ago, so why we was doing this podcast. So maybe there is plans for bringing in more strikers, because we really do, because I don't think Inacho's very good on his own. I think he would prefer to have someone like Okazaki next to him. Um that's the only other option we have at the minute, I feel, with Jamie Vardy's not playing. Yeah, I saw a really strange link the other day, and I didn't think much of it, but then I looked into a bit, it a bit, and there was quite sort of a lot of people tweeting about it, and sort of like major, major transfer accounts and stuff. Yeah. But I don't know if you saw Timo Werner was linked to Leicester. I don't know, I don't know how likely that is, or unlikely as it might be, but oh, really? someone like that who's going to make runs in behind and who's going to sort of impact a game, I think would be exactly what we need. But again, how much is he going to cost us? Yes. Now, um, I've I've not got the answer for that at all. Uh, I don't even know how much money we're willing to spend at the minute because of obviously the tragedy and what's going on with who's going to be fully in charge, is top fully in charge, what's, what's going on backstage. None of us really, really know for sure. Um, So, in terms of spending, I, I'm not sure. Uh, but I've just spotted something else which is interesting. Um, go, it's just going back to Claudio Ranieri. 
Uh, Jamie Vardy said there was never any players rift with our Claudio. Now the term our Claudio. So the players still see him as as one of our own, even in terms of him being at Fulham. I hope he does do a good job at Fulham. Uh, he's, he's yeah. he, you know, although he came in and beat Southampton three two and lost to Chelsea two at the weekend, uh, he's, he's he's slowly already looking like he's uh, progressing at Fulham already. So yeah, well, Fulham were a mess before he came in. There was no defensive structure at all. So we know that he'll add that. But in terms of Claudio, obviously, I loved what he achieved with us. It was incredible. But yes. a lot of people do seem to forget how bad the second season was at times and sort of how bad some of the football we were playing was. Yeah, uh, I also I think I, I also blame the fact that we didn't have a huge squad again. In, in... I think as well that we didn't replace Kante properly for the system he wanted to play. Yes. It was never going to be never going to be able to work. Now, just one more topic uh, to discuss is the the winger uh, side of things. I've seen a lot of fans talking about um, that we need a winger like Riyad Mahrez uh, because Gazelle is Gazelle, isn't it? Uh, he's, Gazelle, he's not good enough. Um, I, I personally, I don't. I'm not really. I can't warrant that because I've not seen him enough yet to really decide myself. What, what's your take on Gazelle? I don't think Gazelle's good enough. I think he's. I've talked to Ellis with True Fox about this quite a lot, and I agree with one thing that he says that he's very, he's very similar level to what Mares was when he first, first came, came to in. Us. Yes, I said the same thing. The difference between then and now is then we were a Championship club with sort of we were at the top of the table and we looked like we were going up anyway, and we were playing well as it is, and Mares wasn't the main man at this at that point. Yes. Now we're Premier League club. Giselle's 26 and Mares was 22, so four years difference, which is quite a big difference in terms of a footballer's career. And the fact of he still had, he's got one goal in 10 games and he still hasn't turned it on massively. Yeah, uh, like that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. It's it's a uh, it's a case of being in the championship. Uh, it's a different level of football. I think Riyad Mahrez had a bit more of a chance to to learn his craft on that wing before really hitting the Premier League where, well, we know what happened from then on. Um, maybe oh. may, maybe a few more games, uh, a little bit longer, he'll, he'll start shining. But I do I, I do feel like it's just a, a replacement for another Algerian to, to just sell some shirts. <laughs> yeah, the thing is with, with it as well is that there's obviously in the... Pre- Premier League, there's a lot less time given than there is in the Championship. And like looking at Gazelle, he always just looks like lazy and not lazy, but do you know what I mean, lackadaisical and not too sort of yeah fired up for it. And like, oh, like I'm I'm struggling to explain what I mean, but like no, no, I, I totally get what you mean because look at Riyad Mahrez, he he get he got called out for his defensive capabilities as well. And 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 that was the problem being at Leicester. I think he needed to be a bit more defensive. But now, if you look at him at Man City, especially like you know yesterday, was it yesterday or the day before? Um, I mean, he's 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 looking good. He's looking better and better. In fact, he's looking as good as he was when uh, we won the league. Um, right now with Man City, and I think that's because he's got class defenders behind him, uh, so he hasn't got to worry about that side of his game. All he's got to worry about is is going forward. And 
I think maybe if if Gazelle can get that sort of opportunity as well, I think maybe he will shine. Yeah, I think the thing with Gazelle though is he is twenty six, nearly twenty seven. So how much time do we realistically yes. give him? Agreed. Okay, uh, last topic before we uh, we we tune out. Tottenham We've got Tottenham Hotspur on Saturday. It's a late kickoff. It's seven forty five p.m. Is it or is it eight? Oh. Is it eight? 7.45, right. I'm not looking forward to Tottenham. Oh, no, yeah. I'm not. Um, I, I'm just... <laughs> they uh, they eased past Southampton last night, uh, 3-1, and uh, although they lost the, the London derby, they are four wins out of five at the minute, uh, back-to-back. 33 points accumulated out of 15. Leicester, uh, 22 out of 15. So they're 11 points clear of us. And I'm... I think they're going to absolutely smash us, to be honest. I, I'm a bit worried, especially being, yeah, at, so. being at home. But is Jamie Vardy going to be fit? Is, is Harry Maguire going to make it? To be honest, though, so they didn't look great against Southampton. Even though they beat them 3-1, they still gave away a lot of chances to Southampton. Oh, did they? So, yeah. And so and they don't have... Is it Batongan playing? They're going to have five. So if Vardy's playing, you've got to think Vardy will be able to get a fourth, like their young centre back. So there's a little bit of hope to grasp onto. Yeah, poor poor Southampton hanging into that relegation zone, nine points at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be tough to get out there, I think, for those at the bottom. Yeah. So uh, where were we with Tottenham? Uh, Harry Kane still seems to be on fire, and uh, the Brazilian Lucas Moura, uh, he's he's looking good as well. I'm a, I am a bit worried, I'm a bit worried about Tottenham Hotspur for for the first time for a while. I'm a bit worried about them. I'm a bit worried, but I do think they they can be got at, and I think they're one of those teams. If you get at them early, you'll be able to, ra- to be able to rattle them. Yeah, I just hope that Harry Maguire's fit because I think he him going forward uh, will 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 help in in terms of the the, the corners and the you know the. The free kicks and stuff. That that head of his, uh, he's he's just a big lad, I, and I don't think any of their players can handle him. No, I hope Maguire's playing, and the player that I hope that's playing as well is Vardy, because with that with the Inacho up top, we've got no threat going forward. But no. with Vardy, it makes it'll make the defense their defensive backline drop back ten yards because they're wary of him. So it means they shouldn't be on the front foot as much. And hope that I'm just hoping that he's re- he's okay to play. Yeah, uh, I hope Madison's in that in that middle as well because he he played well yesterday by by looks of the uh, the highlights and stuff. Um, it's two and two for him, and he creates chances. You know, he creates a through ball straight to Inacio, and uh, you should have put that away, Inacio. Uh, Madison's crossing, and he's, he's just he's, oh, he's, he's yeah, his technical ability is unbelievable, especially coming from Championship Norwich side uh, into the Premier League in this season alone. He's just yeah, he's took it on board, hasn't he? And he's he's shining. I don't think it'll be long before he's really placed in the England squad properly. Yeah, I was surprised that he didn't get called up for you know the game against America that was a bit of a friendly. Yes, where we yeah. saw some of the other youngsters. I think that was a perfect opportunity to put him in. But I'm not going to criticise Gareth Southgate. He seems to know what he's doing and he's doing a very good job. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right, thank you, Anthony, for coming on the show. Um, it was a pleasure. Where can we catch you on Twitter? Where, what's your what's your at? Uh, my at is LCFC underscore Boyer, so boy with an A at the end of it. Okay, and you do YouTube stuff as well, don't you? 
uh, do YouTube. I'm five subs away from 500, so if you could head over there, that would be ideal. But it's LCFC again, and then space Boyer with a so the same with Boy, just with an A at the end of it. Right. Thank you very much for your time, mate, and uh, I look forward to seeing you Saturday. Yeah, see you Saturday, mate. Take care, mate. That was Anthony from 100% LCFC. You can follow us at 100LCFC on Twitter and on Facebook. And you can also follow me at Lee underscore Chappie. Make sure you check out Loserpool as well at loserpool.com. Uh, you place a bet on a losing team every week in the Premier League. If your team loses, you go into the next round and it's a last man standing winner take all. The winner will win £1,000 guaranteed. Loserpool.com. That's me done for this week's podcasts. I will be doing one after the Spurs game, probably on the Sunday or the Monday. If you'd like to come on the podcast and have a chat with me, get in touch and above all else, stay completely 100% LCFC. Cheers, guys. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around, to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.